Welcome back to the Winging It podcast, guys. <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back. Um, this is the, I think, 12th installment of uh, the mighty Winging It podcast. 12? Yeah, no. Really? It's almost as old as me. 12. 12th podcast, which, that's quite a lot. No, I think we're doing pretty well. We're going. To say to say we talk about Places, one Places, maybe not far just yet. <laughs> well, I don't know, we'll see. To say we talk about one of the driest subjects around, we've managed to squeeze 12 episodes worth of content out of it. Dry? Yeah. What are you talking about dry? People think people think airplanes and aviation yeah. are boring. Apart from Listen, us. there are more airplanes under the sea than there are submarines in the sky. True. <laughs> True. That is a very good point. <laughs> that is Tim for that on almost. <laughs> But yeah, um, 12 episodes and we are, we're still going strong. Yeah, of course. And hopefully got some more stuff to come. So um, if you do enjoy this, to check out the YouTube. I sound like a boomer. The YouTube. <laughs> check out the podcast. The YouTube. On, yeah, exactly. Check out the podcast. Check uh, out the Insta. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Well, we, we, were, we are in, in the midst of setting these up and get the ball rolling with them. Uh, check yeah. out the Reddit that doesn't exist yet, but it will do after this. <laughs> <laughs> I want memes. I the want TikTok. Memes. Wait, speaking of memes, have you, you've seen that we talk about it all the time about low cost, the low cost pilot, the low cost pilot memes. <laughs> Are we giving him a shout out. Now? Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's absolutely. Uh, Whoever he, he, he literally goes for everyone and anyone. Whoever runs it is just well done. I have my suspicions. I don't I'm joking. Nah, I don't have a clue. No, nah, I don't have a clue. It's one of it's one of them. We should like, get him on. I've like <laughs> blur his identity yeah, and his voice. Say, you know when they do like um like investigative documentaries and they've got a They're guy like criminals like, or something that I'm being caught. Got, <laughs> got a balaclava on. <laughs> <laughs> voice this guy's that'd be quality. Actor. Yeah, yeah. So wh- whoever you are, it's like the banks here. If you decide to actually listen, <laughs> yeah, oh, I hope he is listening. But it's like it's like Banksy. That content is just unrivaled. I've found quite a few from because of him. That he's like posted through Instagram stories, other meme pages that have just stopped since pandemic or something. I guess I guess stuff like that must take. If it's an original meme, then it must be it must be a hard work to come up with it. You got to be a naturally funny person to kind of uh, yeah. be able to pull that stuff off. I think it's just that British culture of taking the piss out of people in general. Like that, yeah, that, that is sense true. of humour is that is true. You don't get that anywhere else, really. Unless he's like Australian. But Britain. It's oh, quite a British attitude, actually. Canadian, maybe? Canadian, Canadians and Aussies are a bit like us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Americans are a bit, I think, a bit drier in their sense of humour. Yeah, they don't get naturally. sarcasm, do they? No. From what but then again, I tend to not get sarcasm a lot. <laughs> which is to my detriment sometimes, let's say. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, but the big news of this morning... Is that an A330 is dun, dun, dun. Um, runway excursion? The runway, what do you call it? Oh, what's the past tense of a runway excursion? I don't know. just gone off the end it's of the crashed. runway. Yeah, I didn't, nah, I didn't know, know that was crashed. a big. I didn't. I didn't know that was a big news. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gone. Well, no, dun, I, dun, dun. no. I say <laughs> I. I only say it because there's been a lot of runway excursions recently. I don't know if you've looked, and there was one at Wellsbourne, the Vulcan. Well, that's, again, we were looking at this morning. That was deep in the mud. 
Yeah, that's, but this is what I'm saying. So, what do you, you? So the story is off the top of my head is that they've attempted to land. This was the third time they attempted to land in bad weather, mm. and by the sounds of it, they've just gone for it. They've just gone. What do they call it? Get get yourself homeitis or yeah, get homeitis. Home yeah, we I talk think, about it a lot in. Uh, when you're learning about HBL and that. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's that. I think so. Especially if that's the last flight of the day. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But the also, kind of thing. Yeah. I was I was watching a, another mentor pilot video and it was he was describing an incident that happened in I want to say India. I can't remember. I think it was a fly Dubai, and um, it was along the lines of this fly Dubai air, aircraft, or it was somewhere from the Middle East tried to land um at this airport and then come the end of the cycle because they kept having to go around because of the airport yeah um i think they diverted as well at one point um and then it ended up being that they had one final landing before they completely ran out of fuel and managed to do it somehow but like the pilot was in pure desperation to get down yeah no that's um, that is not but it, but it was crazy because when you break it down it was it was like a swiss cheese model you know when they bang on about the swiss cheese model yeah. it really was like there was about four or five things which um in hindsight you could have done better could have it's like a chain basically yeah essentially but like it was it was quite a desperate scenario that this guy was in yeah. so it, it, it all just it's just crazy that i think that it still exists in the commercial space still the thing is, there's so many factors that can affect this. And I mean, I, I've been there before and you get taught that don't force a landing, don't rush home. That I've come close to the end of the flight, still there. I'm like, oh God, I just want to go home. I just want to yeah. go home. I'm so tired. And you're in circuit, you, you go to land and you try and force it down. You, you're ballooning, you, yeah. you're bouncing. And then you think, right, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop before I reach the end of the runway. And it speeds and you're reaching it really quick and you're just like, right, sure, well, behave, go around, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't risk your life. Well, the, the scenario I'd take it back to, me and you were together, was that time we flew down to Duxford. Now, we spoke about it before, but we were on the way back from Duxford and as soon as you took off, there was just a rainstorm to, oh, the, yeah. to the west yeah, of yeah. us. And oh, it, it, was, it, was, it was evident that it was going to kind of um, cut, us, cut, cut us off. Yeah, it seemed like track. it was just like a wall. Yeah, so um, I mean, we could have we could have easily just kind of just turned around and gone, just sod it, we'll just fly through it. But obviously, I'm glad we didn't because it looked quite a thick storm, and we just about got home. There's no way we could have flown through it, surely. No, but what I'm saying is, I can I can see the temptation to oh, just yeah, just, just oh, full steam ahead. When when just, when people say, "Oh, we'll skirt along the edge," so we'll still be able to see. Yeah. Then next thing you know, it yeah. just covers you. Yeah, no, okay, I understand. But it's it's interesting. I, I'm I'm going to be intrigued to see what the uh, I don't know who investigates that the equivalent of the NTSB or the AAIB. See what they say about that over in the Philippines. Yeah, it was in the Philippines, but it yeah. was a Korean air flight. So Korean air are usually okay, I think. I'm not sure. I don't, yeah. I, I don't really know much about them. I'm not gonna lie. But then, in other news, on a lighter note, Jet Two, the local heroes of the area, <laughs> have ordered or have updated an order for 98 Airbus A320 family aircraft. 98, which uh, is a lot. That is a lot. But for any of you watching or listening, 
who don't know about Jet 2, they only really operate Boeing. So yeah. the fact that... Historically, historically, they've operated three sevens and five sevens. Yeah. The fact that they're transitioning now to Airbus kind of indicates a, a market change in terms of safety, in terms of reliability and trust. I, I'd say trust is a big one. Yeah. Because there used to be a lot of trust in Boeing before and since the max what they did yeah. there and later on i think airbus will become the uh, the powerhouse in the aviation it's industry. interesting to see it's interesting to see this development because obviously i think we're us being like uh of the age we are we're quite young we don't really we didn't really live through the boeing um kind of super era if that's what you want to call it like the the golden era of yeah, aviation like the only the only aircraft company you go to was boeing everyone's like and it, seven fours yeah everywhere. and you look at the documentaries everyone like everyone in america just kind of not worshipped but everyone was like boeing that's the place yeah, that's boeing. the company you want to work for but when we've grown up it's always been a two-horse race with airbus and and um boeing so yeah. i don't know it's interesting to see that maybe if boeing don't act at all or in the right way we might see the golden era of airbus which yeah, I think that'll be being being a Euro, being a European, yeah, be, being Europeans <laughs> go the Airbus, <laughs> but yeah, I I think it's quite interesting with such a dramatic move towards Airbus for Jet Two. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, that's just the the first that of I'm assuming it's going to be quite a few that are going to be moving towards Jet Two. Well, this triggered uh, I I think if I'm, if I remember correctly, I mean Airbus, sorry, American Airlines wanted to move or had the intention to move towards an airbus fleet and then they spoke to boeing being such a committed um a committed uh Customer. yeah basically and said if you can do anything basically i'm paraphrasing but like if you can make an aircraft that competes we'll buy it off you yeah then comes along the max yeah. and that's where it all goes wrong so even in America, which is such a, a Boeing uh, orientated market for aircraft, because mm. I don't yeah. think you don't you don't find a lot of um, smaller Airbuses anyway. Obviously, I think the uh, three fifty starting to break in a little bit, but yeah, for smaller mar- for the smaller narrow body aircraft, I think Boeing's always been yeah. The you, you get Boeing, you get uh, even even the props prop planes, um, props Bombardiers. Oh yeah, 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 because they've been bought up, haven't they? ATRs. Yeah, you you get that often in America, but not an Airbus. I, no, I can't think of it. Of have an you airline. seen the new? Have you seen the new Airbus two twenties, which were? Oh, they actually look pretty cool, but I tell you, sweet. they remind me of the Embraers. Yeah, well, no, it's because it is it is an Embraer, I think. Is it? I think so. What the shell? No, the whole company. Embraer is Brazilian, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's- Airbus bought either Embraer or Bombardier, and I think it's Embraer. Hence why. Oh. Hence why it looks it is it is an Embraer. Oh right. No. I think if I'm right, I'm right. They they bought a company because because and I say that because um uh Boeing bought who produces the CRJ? Is it McDonald Douglas? No, they already had them. CRJ. But anyway, you know CRJ seven hundred Bom- Bombardier, ain't it? Yeah, so it might be them. No, yeah, probably. Gotta be a little like amateurs. But yeah. Yeah. Boeing bought that so the seven two seven or the new 727, because I saw it in an article the other day that referenced... There's a new 727 coming. But it's the Bombardier, I think. 
It's the old CRJs. Oh. Do you reckon they're going to have the um, the hatch at the back? Like the... No. I think that's like long the gone. old... C- DB Cooper times. Nah, yeah. I think that's gone. Did you see the um, test flight that they did about the crash to see who would survive? They used an old 727 and um, they had two pilots on board. They flew it up. Is this in Mexico? Or is this a NASA one? New Mexico. Like, it's an American state, like, where it's just desert, flat Yeah, was desert. it NASA who did it? I think it might have been NASA. It might have been. And uh, two pilots on board had um, parachutes, flew it up to a certain height, and then um, put it into, obviously, a nosedive, or, like, a slow descent. Dove out the back, of the back uh, hatch, and there was another plane flying alongside it, all the way down, with a guy with an RC remote. Yeah, I've seen this. And he basically Was this back it. in like the nineties or the eighties or something no, like that? Uh, it could have been. Oh, it might have like, been even early 2000s. earlier. Yeah, yeah early two yeah. thousands. And the crash. And what they found out is, basically, the pilots and people in first class are fucked, basically. <laughs> yeah. And the second best place to survive is being sat where the wing, the wings are, like, yeah, yeah, alongside the wings. They said the people who sat there, they'd, they'd have broken limbs, but they'd be able to survive. Yeah. I and mean, obviously the best place is at the back. And oh, really? The people sat at the back uh, were theoretically able to stand up and walk themselves out of the wreckage. Basically That's interesting. Unharmed. I wouldn't have thought that was the case. No, I wouldn't. With, I'd have thought the, the uh, tail had been snapped off. We'll think that it's the first point of contact you'd have thought, right? I don't know. Well, if, if, it if, depends. The, if the aircraft was flaring fair, all the way down. If you, have you seen a lot of air crash investigation when they do the I've animations? A, of a lot of them just got nose diving. Yeah, that's true. So, but in that case, if it's nose diving, no one's surviving. It's one of these. Sci- it's, it's one like, of these scientific projects though, which has got so many variables. You kind of just have to choose them, choose a certain specific set of them, and just go with it. And then you base assumptions on that. So like, like average. Yeah, basically. So yeah. I, I don't think it's a specific um, science in that in that respect oh no but it's interesting but it is very interesting it's very interesting but yeah going back to the airbus thing i think um i wonder if we'll see the likes of ryanair maybe one day moving towards airbus Airbus. did you um speaking about ryanair recently in october i think towards the beginning there were that many delays at dublin airport due to staff shortages not necessarily with ryanair but i think also with um, dublin airport Michael O'Leary himself was at the checking desk, checking, uh, asking for boarding passes. That doesn't surprise me. But he was working. He was working. Oh, I know. Like, yeah, but I think... Fair, massive respect, because a lot I, of CEOs sit there in the high tower kind of thing. Yeah. I don't have to get my hands there, and he's there, bottom line, basically. He's seen the, he's seen the PR opportunity there. Oh, yeah. But hey, fair play but, to him. Yeah, no. I, I, do you know what? I, I respect that. I envy, I envy the... Um, not envy. Don't envy. That's the one. I don't envy the checking staff. Have you seen the systems they use? No. They're still like, they're like ni- stuck in 1984. They're all like, it looks a bit like Still binary. managed to see if I ain't got a boarding priority pass and charge me 45 quid one way for the bloody suitcase. Don't need to stick it out on me, mate. <laughs> so I, I, like, I didn't book your flights for you, so. But um, yeah, the systems they use like, so outdated. You know, if you uh, do the apprenticeship scheme with Jet 2 to become a pilot with them, you will end up doing that at some point. Is it two months? Yeah, two months of everything in the uh, company, which 
I guess if you get a guaranteed flying job at the end of it, it's that's all right. Not by compromise. No, not by compromise. I think it's a good thing they do. I think Jet Two are paving the way for a UK airline. Have you seen two? Well, it brings it on to other things. Tui are now hiring. Are uh, they? Yeah, Tui. I mean, don't get me wrong. The um, the operations are closing down nearby. Where? Doncaster. Oh yeah, but that's because Doncaster's closed. They'll just shift it all to Leeds, Bradford, or East Do you reckon these slots? Yeah. Really? I think so. Oh. Leeds, at least Bradford won't be operating at full. Capacity. I wonder what they're like to work for as a company. Because I've heard amazing to, to fly for just as an airline. I have heard some pretty bad reviews from for two general, general people who've flown with them. Yeah, I heard the opposite. I've been I've been scrolling on my LinkedIn page, and everyone and there's, there's pilots who don't even fly for um for two who are endorsing them. Really? Yeah, just saying. They tr- Apparently, over the pandemic, they treated them really well, um, which might taint your view but I, I don't know I, I, hey look I'm just going off of what people yeah, well, have told me as am I to be fair but uh, the thing is with this stuff though you either hear really bad stories it's like anything you ever hear really bad stories yeah. or really good stories there's yeah. no in between that's because no one wants to hear the in between though <laughs> yeah well, it's, like t- it's like that TikTok you showed me earlier about Ryan Air Landings oh and they explained yeah. them why yeah this is things like oh the most Ryanair pilots are young and inexperienced yeah 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 well, I don't but think that's the there's case. There's truth to that in effect, but mate, they can still butter a landing. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? 100%. It's, and one of them was, oh, if it's winter and it's wet and it's slippy and icy, it's so much safer to hit it as hard as you can the runway. It's like, is it? I bet Gavin, who's like a TikTok wannabe, has probably just made that in his bedroom. It's like Kit 7-4 gear, right? I know we spoke about it in the last pod, but 7-4 gear reacts to like, uh, like, the worst TikToks are like TikTok. Oh yeah, Mich- advice. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's yeah. just funny. He just sits there, just be like, "What are these? What are they on about?" Like, <laughs> and it's it is just it's just funny watching people trying to um, create a false narrative just for views. Yeah, which um, is spreading sad, some sad. false information. Yeah, big time. Because it's not the case, is it? Let's be honest. No, but I think that's the, happens more often than you think. More often than you think. Um, one thing I actually wanted to bring up, obviously with it in the northern hemisphere, let me let me uh, specify, it's approaching winter, mm-hmm. uh, and that's when a lot of people over here start doing the night flying um, and yes. get the night rating. Um, I saw a video recently of, I think it happens quite often every year towards this period of uh, of the year. Late people shining lasers at aircraft. Now. It is probably one of the stupidest things you could ever do. And you, they can track where it's coming from as well. That's the thing. Can they? Yeah. yeah. How? Oh, I don't, actually, I don't know how. But somehow people end up getting arrested. Not always. I think once they shot it at a uh, police aircraft with cameras. <laughs> yeah. How stupid can you be? Welcome to Britain. <laughs> but um, so they just recorded where it was coming from and then just went to their house and arrested them. But it severely blinds the pilot, like really badly. Um, and people don't really understand how bad it is. It's like... I feel bad now because I used to sh- shine lasers at teachers. At teachers? Yeah, you know, you used to get a laser pen up. I don't think that's the same. <laughs> no, no, but I just feel bad now because you used to like... I'll, I'll try and get like, not a watch, but like your phone or something oh, reflecting. Right. You try to like... Reflect it. Maneuver it so it reflects all over them. Yeah, I like with the now. sun. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but the, obviously... When you're flying an aircraft at night, trying to land, 
That's what? dangerous. And you'll get bit, why get people, blinded by Why do people have lasers that strong, though? Oh. What on earth do you use a laser for? I don't have a clue. Just that's the, the thing. He's, he's, he's controlling a cat, maybe. Controlling a cat? Yeah. <laughs> they, they run after it, don't you? You know, like burn through the cat with a laser that strong. Depends how strong it is. Well, it's strong if it's reaching an <laughs> aircraft that's like four or five. Oh, some of them are ridiculous. But when I was doing my flight training, I there was a warning out because uh, an aircraft just before me had been shot by a laser. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Commercial. So that's how, how dangerous it is. Like, I think people think it's foot. I guess people think it's funny or like it's the, the other thing. The other thing damage your eyes as well. The other thing is, I think people are naive to the fact of what it can do. Yeah. Which I understand to a point, but then again, I guarantee these people are doing it are probably like adults. Surely not. I bet, Surely I bet, I bet a few no of them are. I bet a few of them are. Well, why would a kid have a laser like that? That's a very good point, actually. I bet, I bet, I bet you, I bet they are. When I say adult, I mean like over the age of 18. Oh. And therefore you should have a few brain cells between your ears to understand that one, it's not funny and two, it's just not wise. No. And three, you're like an idiot. Well, especially four, if you shine it at police. four, why are you playing with a laser at the age of 18? And five, get a life. <laughs> and I can, I can, I can go on. <laughs> just going all out on them. Um, did you, did you um, hear on the Joe Rogan podcast? There was a... Um, ex US Navy pilot and he was saying about UFOs and I thought this was hilarious so this ex Navy pilot would go out on a night flight on, on the goggles so basically night vision yeah and obviously when you've got night vision you can see a campfire from pretty far away oh, really? in, in the middle yeah, oh, actually, yeah if, it, so, it's yeah. in the middle of the woods I guess you can see it without night goggles for far away so you oh, definitely well, be able to that too but it's just going to be like a beacon basically yeah. and uh, they said that to see, when they saw the campfire, they'd say, oh, oh, it's uh, UFO time, basically. And what they'd do, they'd get the airplane going about 600 knots. They'd pull the power back to idle. And so you can't hear it. Then go like zinging at it. And then right when you reach the campfire, pull the airplane into the vertical, stroke the afterburner, let the light off, count to three, and then pull them off and just go away. He said, instant UFO reporting. Instantly, <laughs> just get camp like people who are out that. camping. Oh my god, we saw a UFO! I love that. I like, love that. That's clever. That's clever. Th that's funny. Do you reckon all of them are like all the UFO reportings? I.e., do you believe in UFOs? <laughs> <laughs> For getting into that, uh, I don't know. I think I'd like to say, yeah, I do. So I think it, I'd love the idea of, of something else being out there, oh, and I also want to go to space. But do you? Oh, yeah, 100%. leave so 100%. I don't know. I just... This is kind of the reason why I'm becoming a pilot. I'm not going to lie. What, to become an astronaut? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, you, what? Should uh, we... Not they, an astronaut, maybe, but you go to space. Oh, you want to find one of them? I don't know. I'm laughing. I feel bad now. Yeah, you should do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just... Good. <laughs> I was like... No one goes to space anymore. Oh, there will be soon. Maybe I'll in, be, the, maybe in them there. sky... Uh, not sky. Virgin... Galactic, yeah, even even one of them. That's cool. I won't mind, but uh, imagine if you're the pilot for that. I don't know. I don't, it just don't really interest me. What space doesn't? Oh, not massively. You're missing out. Like, like I've been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> missing out, mate. Philip Schofield has. No, he hasn't. Oh, he's been to like the edge of the earth. Has he? He's been to technical space. Yeah. 
because he had I some fl- he had some flat earthers on this morning and he was just like but i've seen it and they're like no you haven't american with it's american yeah yeah <laughs> and he's like yeah I've, I've seen the curvature of the earth and they're like oh my god no you haven't yeah i know really? it's a great accent isn't it? oh, they're not, not delusional flat earthers funny it is very funny but it's just one baffles, of them things baffles me if you get like um plane which goes pretty well no you still have to get a rocket to go into space pretty much don't you to go past like the what's class of space like the ionosphere or beyond that now you're asking me i think it's 60 kilometers up there is a definition is it i think so all right i actually don't know to be fair maybe you can get like a an aircraft that goes that high then oh yeah of course you can there's, there's still an atmosphere in space if that makes sense. Yeah, but it's like very... Thin? Yeah. Yeah. Right, interesting. Um, have you seen the... Um, have you seen the... I think we spoke about the ozone. So, obviously, like, long-haul aircraft have a requirement to have... Um, ozone converters. Yeah, essentially, to, yeah. to re- bring down... Yeah. But there was something crazy. They did a study on short-haul aircraft, which don't have them, or, like, aren't required to have them, or have... It's really toxic, isn't it? For something humans. like the levels are, like, 30 times what would be in a long haul. Really? Something like that, yeah. It was quite scary, to be fair. That's a bit bad. But it makes me wonder, like... But they don't cause permanent breathing problems, though, does it? It's, can- it's cancerous, though. Really? Yeah, ozone's, uh, ozone's a carcinogenic. And radiation and all that. Great. Yeah. Great. But, that's, but, I, but it, makes me, it makes me wonder, like, is that part of... Is that part of the um, industry which has been under underlooked? Like, under-researched? Yeah. Or, like, why? Do I thought... Drinking. Do you reckon? Because I've seen quite a lot. You have to learn quite a bit for HPL. Um, one of the... ATPL subjects about radiation, how much you can get like a year and about the ozone. But um, maybe it's a bit overlooked, like you said. Oh, I don't know. I, I, we're not really well placed to say it, but like if, the, if those reports are true, I think that's quite, that's quite scary. And it kind of makes you think about for short haul pilots or like how, yeah. how much they're getting exposed to, which is... I think it's the case if you go for, well, no, like you said, there's no requirement to have the converters on board. Short haul aircraft. Hmm. Unless you fly business. I think they do. Oh, business aircraft. Yeah. Probably because they're certified to go up to like. They fly a lot higher than. Have you seen the recent, there's, there's been loads of videos going around recently of like, um, it's probably when they're crossing the Atlantic because they all, there's like three aircraft in so this you got the filming aircraft, then you've got one above them, then you've got another one above them. And it's like, um, it's basically showing like a Learjet that's at say 40, 40 thousand feet. Yeah. And then a 747 that's probably like 39,000 feet, just gradually overtaking it. It's so cool, honestly. But like this, this pilot must be like proper like underneath like yeah. this. I mean, listeners won't be able to see. So but what, like, the Learjet's overtaking? No, the 747 is, really? but like quite substantially they, as well. I thought they flew faster. No. Oh. They mustn't do. That's crazy. TikTok. No. It's TikTok. It's the world of TikTok, mate. <laughs> you need to expose that. It's like the other conspiracy theory as well, where they're um, 
when <laughs> people are like videoing an aircraft and it looks just to be stationary. Yeah. It's all it's all relative motion and all that yeah. nonsense. But like they're like convinced that like the aircraft is stood still. Oh, I men- saw one. Mental, where- mental pilot did a breakdown of it, just like kind of debunking yeah, and it. how how like um, the ge- geometry of it, of where they must have been yeah. to look like that. I saw that, and he was on a motorway, and that was at parallel to the runway. So as the plane was approaching, he was going. The person was going the other way, and was videoing the aircraft, and it looks like it was staying still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get like why people do it, but obviously, like you don't, you don't just look at an aircraft and just use your common sense, man. Like, just be, just don't be like, it's like no way that stood still. So like when mean? they um, record helicopters, and if the oh the uh, frame rate, yeah, yeah the frame rate is <laughs> the same as the speed of the uh, rotation yeah, of the blades. That, just looks like it's staying still. I must still. say that is weird. But at the same time, I don't look at it and go, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh my Yeah, God. it is clever. It is clever. But it's, it's the exact same thing when you see a wheel going around and the, fr- like the frame rate of your eye almost, I don't know what it is. But I think we see in 60 frames per vision, essentially, 60 frames per minute, however. Per second, 50, 60 frames per second, yeah. We see I, something like that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when a wheel's going around at that, that's why it looks dead still. It's got a special name for it. Yeah. But it's the exact same thing with the props, basically. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that, actually. But it's funny. It's funny listening to people just, like, conspiracy theory about it all. <laughs> Very funny. Honestly, you've got to get a kick out of stuff like that. Um, speaking about TikTok, uh, you, you did just say you should get yourself on TikTok with aviation. I did. Again, straight away, saw a Sea Harrier for sale. Now, I'm not kidding. Fighter jet, right? Yeah. Or like a Your jet. vertical takeoff fighter jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, wouldn't you just love to own one of them? Probably. Looks sick. Looks absolutely sick. The one thing I would it's say is, what would you do? What would I do? Oh, I'd definitely fly over the village in... <laughs> speed of sound. Sonic Break boom. the sound barrier. <laughs> Sonic boom over Sherburne. Um... I only say it right because... I'd, I'd, do you know what I'd do? I'd try and catch up with the RAF if they were out about flying. Would you be able to do that? I don't know. <laughs> There's no rules against it, is there? Just Top Gun them, like, taunt them. Not seen Top Gun yet, though. So don't spoil What do you mean you haven't seen it? Bro, I had a chance. You haven't seen the new film? No. Oh, my God. I've seen it three times now. It's not my fault you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that. I'm too busy. Wow. wow. Too busy living the life, mate. Living the life. Golfing. Um, golfing, golfing. <laughs> really living the life. Yeah, there. I'm trying to become pro. Right? You know what I mean? I'm thinking. Rory, I'm think- Rory McElroy over here. I th- I'm thinking if the pilot career doesn't take off, then I'll um, I'll, I might go down the professional golf route. You'll be the caddy, <laughs> bro. They earn a lot of money, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah, or, or the acting route become like John Travolta, where I just buy me on aircraft. By my, by my own, like seven four seven or whatever. Oh, that's sick. Have you oh, seen his house? house? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He lives on he lives on the um world's longest private airfield. Something like that. Is that his? He doesn't own the full airfield, but there's basically mansions everywhere attached to this airfield. So it's not just his his plane his um his property that's got yeah access to it. Like there's other mansions around, but he lives on it. There's about probably like eight my eight mansions. He's probably got the biggest plane though, surely. I'm like going to say, yeah. Was it although, an A340? Although he doesn't know it was a 7... seven I want to say 707 or... Yeah, I think it was a 707 if that... Was it 707? I don't know. 
Quantiscated him. Whatever it was, Quantiscated him. Really? But it's like um, famous people who fly, which is, could be a cool segment. Um, it's like um, Iron Maiden. Yeah. Guy, he, he's a, they, they fly themselves. He, he flies yeah. his 747 like, wherever he wants to go. That's cool. Yeah. And then you've got um, Harrison Ford. Is that right? <laughs> who lands on golf courses. <laughs> and on taxiway. <laughs> How is he still got a license? <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I'll give it to you. I think the taxiway one, he had an engine failure, but... Uh, did he? Yeah, not taxiway one. The um, oh yeah, the golf, golf course one. one yeah. Well, wh- where better place than to land if you're over LA? Caitlyn Jenner, she flies. Which one, which one's Caitlyn Jenner? Chris Jenner, not Chris Jenner. Um, oh, is that the man? Yes. All right. <laughs> it was a woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I think she flies. Really? They all fly out of um. Oh, what's the Van noise? No. Um, it's begins with a B in LA. Oh, um, I want to say Beverly. No, um, it's really close to LAX. Oh, it's, it's not Santa Maria. Nah. Anyway, it'll come to me. I tell you, one place I'd love to visit um, is Catalina Island. Yeah, because it's on the front of my MacBook. Yeah, it looks beautiful. That's got an airfield, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's so cool. So cool. Yeah. It did, it, it, I saw. I saw. Um, was it seven four gear? He, he had a video yeah. where he flew. Oh, was it Sam Chui? Might be Sam Chui. Yeah, but they both flew together, didn't they? Oh, they might, yeah, might be the same video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they flew to it. They flew to it. It looked unreal. Yeah, that's something we need to find out because we're we're planning on going uh, our building. Yeah. We need to figure out whether to go to Florida or California. Um, both of their own benefits oh we should but mention as well for those who haven't listened we mentioned in a previous podcast and I'm all about getting um, information correct we found out that you can't actually log the same hours oh, unless yes. you're doing instrument flying or you're a safety pilot or, or the aircraft is registered as a two pilot yeah. aircraft um, but at that point you're looking at King Air's uh, and you're not going to be flying King Airs. Well, unless you want to, unless you've got the money, then fair enough. He's 2022, well, mate. You unless can't. you're flying... <laughs> you, can't, you can't discriminate like this. <laughs> unless you're flying, um, yeah, King Airs, where it's certified to have two pilots. But, uh, yeah, Do you reckon no. you could get, you get around the instrument flying bit? Huh? Do you reckon you could get around the instrument flying bit? Your logbook just says you've got, like, hours and hours of instrument flying. One of you is a safety, uh, safety that's pilot. That's a good point, isn't it? It's legal. What, and then rack your, rack your hours as an instrument just through there? <laughs> as long as you've got instrument rating. Do you need an instrument rating to do that? Yeah, probably. Or is it just like training for your instrument? Oh, no, you can't. Because you can't I fly presu- I presume to fly instrument. IMC, can you, without an instrument rating? Yeah. Does that include restricted? Yeah, I don't know. It's American, in it? So I think it's definitely American. That's interesting. We we could we could crack it open, yeah. We could loophole central, miss. Yeah, that's what I like. But yeah, that's. But yeah, going back to it, where would you right? Where would you uh, where would you want to fly? Because out right. of California and Florida, where would you want to fly? I'd say Florida, and I'll tell you why. It's one. You sound you sound like Frank. Um, you sound like Gary Neville if you've ever watched Monday Night Football. Seen seen clips. He always goes, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <he> does. <laughs> <laughs> oh no anyway carry on um, carry on we've only got limited time here have we <laughs> basically uh, obviously you, you've got the views you've got the good weather but you get that in California as well which is yeah. fair enough Can't. 
The only thing is, well, from Florida, you can fly to the Bahamas or yep. any other Caribbean country. Well, maybe not all, but within reason. Yeah, within distance. Um, you can fly up the East Coast to Washington. You can fly to um, Atlanta, DC, Washington DC. Yeah, DC because Washington state. State's on the west. New York. You can do the um, oh the low level route in. Yeah, Hudson over the Hudson yeah. River. Yeah. And then you can go to Niagara Falls. You can go to uh, Boston, perhaps. Stuff like that. That's why the East Coast, the whole East Coast yeah. is like pretty cool. I vibe with that. On the West Coast, though, again, you do have LA. You do have San Fran. San Diego. Like, yeah, but what, what do you see in San Diego? Unless we're going to see like... It's that massive stadium. The SoFi, SoFi Stadium. I think that's in San Diego. I feel like there are more stadiums. LA, you can fly inland to LA. Not LA, Las Vegas. Oh yeah, Las Vegas. Go place a few. I bets. think that's quite a distance away, you know. Yeah, it's like a two, three hour. Yeah, but if, you, if you're gonna fly up the coast, you might as well. Oh yeah, no, definitely. If you're on the on the west coast, LA's got to be an option. Plus, I've heard it's quite bumpy there, so it'd be quite a cool little ride. Yeah, you've got San Fran, the bridge, Alcatraz. That'd be sick. Yeah, buzzing, buzzing San Fran. Um, and then you've got Seattle, but that's a long way up. Yeah, but yeah, but it's like from Florida to New York or Boston. Yeah, you but know yeah. what I mean. Like, I, I, I'm with you. I think I'd be Florida. Still because, do all that. Yeah, but I'm with you because I think I'd be Florida because if you were to do the East Coast, you have Florida, right? Miami at the bottom. Yeah, got Orlando. Yeah, then you've got. Um, I'm trying to think. Trying to think. Anyway, then you've got Washington D.C., which is kind of in my head halfway up America there's probably places in between obviously yeah, oh yeah you got Atlanta. like um, South Carolina so you've got South Carolina North, North Carolina, Carolina and they're a little bit inland but then you've got uh, I'm you used where, to uh, Outer Banks is filmed who? Outer Banks you've never seen it on Netflix no you've never seen it what is it? it's a good TV show you should watch it what's it about? it's like kids and like or teenagers going after like gold and that Oh, it's, no. It sounds a, it's a lot better sounds, than how well, I've explained it. Sounds it sounds really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you've you got, you got Washington, D.C. <laughs> then you've got Pennsylvania. Not Pennsylvania. Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. You've got uh, Pittsburgh, somewhere along the line. Pittsburgh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's like near Chicago, isn't it? No. Oh, it might be, yeah. Yeah, you might be right. Right. I might be thinking of Philadelphia. Yeah, you've got like New Jersey, you've got Newark, you've yeah, got yeah, yeah. all the different airports. Speaking there. of that, have you, um, we'll go back to it in a minute, but have you seen, um, so in the pandemic, do you see that all GA pilots were able for the first time since um, the wartime or 9-11, I can't remember which one, were able to land at the three main airfields. They were able to land at JFK, Newark and... LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Really? Because obviously, usually you just get battered away. Yeah, yeah, no. Like course. you're not Adam. But during the pandemic, they were able to land at one, land at the other. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That is really cool. I say, I don't think there's any landing fees over there. No, that's the other thing. Why can't they do that here? I think I think there's no landing fees for GA. I'm pretty sure there probably is for um, larger airfield. Yeah, uh, larger why, why can't they do that here? It's, um, like, it's like in Poland, they, they don't charge VAT on, on student pilots. I think here. Why do they charge it here? I think here we're in a bit of a hole in the fact that 
aviation is underfunded as a whole like the CAA is privatized yeah yeah I think and because of that they have to make money and therefore they have to I don't know I don't know the ins and outs of it but I presume because it's got a more privatized system then that's why that's why airports in order to make their money have to rely more heavily on charging people um especially at little airfields like this like it's why I think I don't know it's just a bit I think I think the UK is a little bit backwards in the fact that flight training's expensive or more expensive should we say relatively yeah. than say the US and a lot of that comes down to gas prices um I presume the availability of aircraft I think the, even the fact that the planes most of them are made in America anyway yeah so by, well. by the time they come over here they have to slap on an extra charge an extra fee and then they just keep yeah it. everything just feeds a little bit more yeah. into if, it uh, like you said about fuel um, and just airspace probably yeah but yeah getting back onto America I think, I think East Coast either bro if you could fly up to Niagara Falls the only thing is let me let me tell you a story and I can't remember who told me this. Jeff from the pub. <laughs> Jeff from the pub. Yeah. No. Um, some people had just gone out to uh, our building. Now, this guy w- was out there and they were towards the end of their hour building. Oh, in America, sorry. Yeah, in yeah. America, in Florida. And he was at the airport. Anyway, he gets in his plane. They get in their plane. They're b- ahead of him. He doesn't really know them. He spoke to them a bit. And they line up on the runway and take off. Fair enough. He waits a few minutes while he's doing some checks and lines up. Anyway, as he takes off, he's flying and he just hears Mayday, Mayday, Mayday over the uh, radio. He goes, oh God, what, what's going on? Obviously, once you hear that, they say, um, they said they were attempting to turn around back to the field um, because they had total engine loss, complete no power. And he had to get out of the way, basically. And he was trying to see them and he couldn't, couldn't really spot them. And they'd turned. But this airfield was quite close to the Everglades. They realized that they weren't able to make it to the Everglades and said, look, we're going to have to ditch in the Everglades, send somebody out um, to get us. So they said, yeah, fair enough. The airport helped. Coast Guard went out. You know what America's like. They're really on it and mm-hmm. really good at the Coast Guard. Anyway, they, um, they managed to land in the Everglades and survived plane was done obviously you're in water swamp land basically and by the time the coast guard had got to them the pilot and the other pilot as well they survived but they didn't survive the crocs i was just gonna say the alligators yeah i was just gonna say they found one of them with a missing head what the hell yeah yeah imagine surviving a plane crash yeah only to be eaten by an alligator or a crocodile that's um bad luck mate i was thinking that they said this is the funny thing um i've just had um family from australia who've just been recently and obviously they have crocodile saltwater and fresh Mm. in the like north of the country and they said for every one that you see there's 10 under under the water yeah so i'm assuming that's the same for america if you see one or two you just don't know how many are underneath that water I think people like that, for people like that in those countries, they just know how to live with it, though. Oh, yeah, they can do. Imagine, imagine if crocodiles... Mate, mate, imagine if it happened to us. Well, I should hope it didn't happen to yeah, us. Yeah, touch wood. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Thank you very much. Mate. All right, California. I want to play, <laughs> I want to play like California. We to California. <laughs> Although, actually, speaking of that, actually, I think California looks quite cool because I think it's got quite a range of um, landscapes. Has it? Yeah, like, there's some really mountain. North, Northern California is really mountainous. Oh, you're like Oregon. No, that's a state. That's. N- <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> north of the West Coast. I thought that's what you said. Like, no, I mean North North, Cal- North, Cal- North California is like yeah. really uh, hilly and kind of um, well, vineyardy. That's, that's next door to Oregon, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, yeah, no, Oregon's north. I swear. No, no, it's next. Touching. Are you sure? California. I swear on my life. I swear on my life. I mean, above that is Washington State. Bro, isn't nah. Google it. Right, speak. I'm going to Google it. Do you want to bet? Do you want to bet first? Yeah, you see, I can't believe there's three states. Yeah, no, I swear there's three states on the West Coast. Nah, you're lying. Right, just, um, well, technically, there's like... Play some lift music. Four or five. If you if you include Alaska and Hawaii... USA... Kind of West Coast, isn't it? To the west of the US. Um, right. Oh, yeah. And then we can fly to Alaska. Or British Columbia in, in Canada. There's nothing stopping you from entering uh, Canada, is there? And have you seen British Columbia? It's stunning. What? Absolutely beautiful. Right, okay, you're right. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't realise how long California was. Yeah, no, it's massive. Jeez. The US is a whole... San Jose. San Jose. Where's that? <laughs> Near San Fran. It's like on the other end of the bay. Oh, mate, have you seen... Um, so, obviously, we watch a lot of... Um, a lot of the content I watch, and I'm pretty sure you watch, is American. Have you seen? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen um, them flying along the coast of Chicago? You can like low past the coast of Chicago. Yes, you yes. I'll just shot the mic out. But um, can you? It obviously, it's quicker to get to Chicago from the east coast, isn't it? Than it is uh, west coast. From from. It, I guess from, technically, yeah. I'm sure from um, uh, New York, New York State, you're already on the three lakes, aren't you? Buff- yeah. Like Buffalo th- and then head west. That's touching the, the three lakes. Chicago's on the west side, though, I think, of that. Yeah. yeah so you've got you Cleveland, sh- Chicago. Fly across it, no? Across the lake. How wide are they? Massive. Are they? Yeah. That's why they called the Great Lakes. That could be interesting. Like, they'll see. Like, oh. I'd say they're genuinely bigger than like the English Channel, like wider. Yeah. Oh, fair. Well, enough. wider. Okay. Well, we can always fly along the coast. Okay. Mate, that'd be a sick road trip, you know. Yeah. Winging I mean, it on tour, and plus oh. we can like meet other people um, along the way, and that that'd be L- sick. Lou Dix, in the off chance that you're listening to this. We're coming, we're coming to see in the off chance everyone just like send him this clip if you see at, at Ludix Aviation at Flying Guys because he loves a bit of Flying Guys um, you know sunglasses oh, is that what they're called yeah I, yeah so these Flying Eyes right um, bro we should start our own merch yeah I did say this but I'm <laughs> one step at a time <laughs> first we got to manufacture our own plane um, but yeah no these Flying Eyes right do you have problems with your sunglasses with your headsets, I don't think I've fully ever noticed it. Yes. Do you? Yeah. Mine hurt like mad. Is your headset um, sound reducing by like the pressure on your head, or is it sound reducing by like uh, noise 
cancelling. No, pressure on my head. Yeah. It's not noise cancelling. So not all of us have bought thousand pound headsets, Jacob. Nine hundred and eighty pounds, thank you very much. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, just investing for the long term. No, um, that's, a, that's a shout, and I wish I did. To be fair, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> to be fair though, I, it doesn't. It's not like it hurts, but when you don't have them on, like sorry, when you don't have your sunnies on and like the flush against your ears, yeah. it is a little bit better. Sound cancelling. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's horrible with mine. It hurts so much, but then then you start to notice that. The, it's not cancelling much noise out when, when when you do have your sunglasses on. Yeah, and you're never to put them up like that. And you're like, you're like one of them, you're in them like proper um, kids' sunglasses when people put them on like too small. And yeah. you're like, <laughs> That's what it looks like. Honestly. Uh, yeah. No, it's, I don't know. Flying eyes at us. I really, I, re- I really, I really fancy we're, some flying eyes. We're just eyes. desperate for some sponsors. Please. You see. <laughs> <laughs> Please sponsor us. Yeah. Shoulder up a billboard like this. Anybody. Oh, we had to give a, a shout out um, to this place. The Motorist. Garnage. If you motorist. are from Sherburn slash Vale of York slash if you're passing by slash if you're visiting Sherburn Aerofield, Aerofield, Aero Club. Are you just in the area driving past? Yeah, because sadly the cafe at Sherburn has closed down. So if you just fancy a spot of lunch, a coffee. And it's, it's good quality. And mooch around some... If you've got any interest in motors, yeah, on a weekend they do some amazing shows, and you see some. If, you, if you're into um, uh, your cars, your motorbikes as well, and stuff like that, they have really cool collections on weekends. They have events. They have weeks where only like German cars come in or Italian supercars, stuff like that. And uh, it's a good good day out for the uh, family if uh, if you're so, yeah. into that. Have a have a gander on uh, the socials. We'll put a link in below. But um. Yeah, good coffee. That's the main thing for me. <laughs> Keep us awake. Yeah, well, for me, yeah. <laughs> I'm half asleep. <laughs> I only had five hours sleep last night. Only five hours? Bloody hell. I need 10 hours beauty sleep, man. So, so in my family slash French, friendship group, that sounds really cringe, um, f- 10 hours minimum. Really? Yeah. God. Well, I wish I could do that. I always wake up like seven and a half hours, eight hours. I can function off like short amounts of sleep but like when it, it comes to like five o'clock or six o'clock i would add proper crash you're gonna struggle as a pilot <laughs> no because i can nap at the right times oh i can't nap if i i don't like napping because i can't sleep at night yeah or usually if i nap but like if i have to force myself to nap i probably can nap that's that's what i'm saying i think it's um a special talent of mine i might put it on my cv can nap on demand. Go, go to, <laughs> just go to standing there in the queue, just <laughs> five, five stars at napping. <laughs> no, but uh, one thing that's not actually often mentioned when, because you don't really consider it, and it, some people say, "Oh, it's not a big deal." Some people say, "Well, it is," but only after they've realised once they have to become a pilot, is that it could be a potentially unhealthy lifestyle. Um, I think one thing we do have to address: you do sit down quite a lot, and. A yeah. lot of people do tend to find that they end up getting a lot of backache, but you know, everyone's different. Some people say, Oh, you're just moaning. Some people say, Well, no, it's a, it's a serious thing. Again, everyone's different, but it's always something to take into consideration. What I would say is on that, um, in Gary Neville speak again, uh, what I would say is that um, a lot of like research goes into the ergonomics of it. I think more, more so now, more yeah. so now, but um, 
it's like the way the chairs are done now, in, especially in commercial air. Apparently, they're really comfy. I've yeah. never sat in one, but, but apparently, they're unreal. It doesn't matter. If you're sat there for five hours, six hours, you still get like numb. I guess that's why they go chat to all flight attendants mid flight. Oh, yeah, they stand up, or, stretch their legs a bit. Or it's to show off the, uh, the epaulets. That's too. <laughs> that's what I do. I just dip that one shoulder, you know what I mean? It's like the whole, whole flight can <laughs> see it. Dipping the shoulder on some kid. <laughs> so, oh, Paul, I'll try to get to. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'd just be like, I'd just be like, you know what I mean? Like, that's walk that. around with one shoulder low on the other so they can see, like, stripes and all that. <laughs> I would, I know, I, I genuinely would. <laughs> but why do you have to dip the shoulder just to show because that? Because you can't see it. Because everyone else is sat down. They'd have to, like, stand up to look up. Whereas if you just dip the shoulder like that, like, do it naturally, though, like, like you are trying to shot a kid. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I promise. I wonder. Do you want to be cool? I'm in a hat. I wonder, I wonder if airlines still give them out. BA do for sure. Do they? Yeah, I don't think you, low cost don't. Oh, uh, low cost. Don't. I've look, seen BA pilots have them. You're lucky you get some epaulets on low cost pilots. <laughs> that could be the next thing that O'Leary ditches. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, hundred percent. You're paying for your own uniform. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's pretty common. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty common. In all fairness, and I respect this, Ryanair, you're all self-employed. So you can put so much through your taxes as expenses. It's a cheaper... F- I think it's cheaper for them and it's also ch- in terms of tax expenses. Oh, yeah. It's cheaper for them Ryanair, and cheaper for you. So you don't have to pay like um, national duty and that. Stamp duty, sorry. No, yeah. not stamp duty. A lovely bit of tax avoidance. What was it? The one where you have to pay into pensions and that. They have to don't have to contribute to pensions, basically. Yeah. It's a clever business model. Whether it's um, ethically slash morally in line with the UK at the moment, right. who knows? Yeah, but at this point... Like, but we shall not comment on that. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I was just nah, about I, to comment. I'm glad nah, you said yeah, that. Yeah. No, I like, I, I, like, I like Ryanair. I think I'm fascinated by their business practice. I, to be honest, I'm fascinated by... Um, pretty much all because, of them. Yeah, but I the think thing is, good. When you look at the, lo- I know we've spoken about low cost so frequently, but it's because like we're so like, obsessed. It's probably going to be our first job, fingers crossed. Um, but every single airline's different though. Like three three main low costs in the UK are Ryanair, EasyJet, Jet2. Is there anyone else you abandoned? No, you've hit that on there. But they all, all three of them operate differently. Like Ryanair, there's the generic structure of the company is the same in the fact that they all kind of operate the same aircraft as we touched on earlier yeah but like Ryanair cut costs by hypothetically by getting off the runway sooner yeah uh, obviously the little things like having the pilots employed as their own entities Self-employed that, yeah. yeah easy jet again aircraft flying the same aircraft but how do like easy jet and how else do easy jet and Jet to turn around, like operate know, so efficiently, because Jet Two by all maybe accounts, it's the routes that they have, because you got to bid on that stuff. Maybe they get higher occupancy. Yeah, because Ryanair, I don't, I, I've, I couldn't say I've not really fly in Ryanair that much, but like how full are Ryanair flights usually when you've been on them? Full. Oh really? Yeah, all of them. Because I heard, I heard as well, the first hundred seats are the cheapest on a Ryanair flight. I don't have a clue how it works. Which that, that's one thing I'd love to get into more: how to find cheap flights. Because honestly, it baffles me. Jack's Flight Club. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Jack, if you're listening, hit us up. <laughs> Sponsor us. 
in desperate need Please, of a sponsor. Someone sponsor. <laughs> Anyone sponsor it? Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's not for our own finals again. We just want to do some like cool video ideas. Yeah, we, we want to be able to like expand this a lot more. Yeah. But unfortunately, we've we've got what's some commonly funds referred are required. to. We've got we've got what's commonly referred to as our eyes are bigger than our belly. <laughs> Even for the fact that we want to do, but we do have potential. We do have potential. Yeah, it's, it's like, we're, it's like pitching ideas. ourselves. <laughs> it's like a job interview. Well, where else are we supposed to pitch ourselves here? <laughs> That's a good point. We're in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, if anyone wants to... Oh, why don't we set up a Patreon? So instead of getting a sponsor, get the people to sponsor us. Oh, 12 million of them in Japan. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> <laughs> no, so wait, in, between, in between episodes of recording, we, we uh, check the even stats. Even if it's like a, a one-off, one-off. We check the stats and Japan wasn't mentioned at all. So Mateo, I'm not sure Mateo's been looking at the stats to get Japan from. <laughs> I could have sworn I saw Japan on the stats, but maybe not. No, too wrong. Maybe too wrong. wishful thinking, eh? <laughs> oh. Oh. I've like just remembered of something. Got a bit of an audience there. <laughs> just looking in. Just mentioned something. Oh, I just remembered now is, did you hear about the story of the lawyer? It's a very vague... Um, uh, uh, let me explain. Who flew from the Aleutian Islands to Anchorage, Alaska? So let me tell you. Now, supposedly this is a true story. It doesn't sound that mental to start off with. No, but it, it does get mental. So okay, I'm listening. Um, there these two lawyers, and they were doing some work out in the Aleutian Islands, and they took off from Anchorage in Alaska. Yeah. And they get there, uh, and they're doing their. I don't know if it was humanitarian work or or what, but um, they were there on the uh, Aleutian Islands and they bumped into this priest who was also a lawyer. Sounds like the start of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they're, they're on here and this is all, we're heading back tonight. We've got tickets to fly to Anchorage and then from Anchorage back to the mainland US. And he said, the priest turned around and says, well, save your tickets because back then apparently you could save them and use them. Uh, oh, so you, you kind of like bought, you just bought a ticket. Yeah, and you just use, and you it. use it when it when might last a year, but you can use it anywhere. Yeah, in that yeah, year. yeah. And they said, "Oh no, no, don't worry," because the, the priest goes, "Oh, I've flown here myself from Anchorage. Save your ticket, and you can use it from Anchorage to the mainland." What a cool priest! Wait. Oh, okay. And um, so they were like, "Oh no, 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 don't, don't worry." And he says, "No, honestly, save your money, save your ticket. Both of you can come with me." So against all his better judgment, the guy says, right, okay. So he walks out to the uh, hangar where he had the plane. Now, at first he was a bit skeptical, but he saw the plane. It was new, shiny. And it kind of put him at ease knowing that it was, it was a new plane. It wasn't rusted like, you know, like a banger, basically. Yeah. And so he does the checks, does the walk around. They get in the plane and they um, start to uh, taxi along. So they sat there and he's like, right, okay. And at this point, the weather's starting to roll in. He's like, oh, I'm not sure about this. Anyway, as they line up and start rolling down the runway, they take off and the priest turned around to, to the lawyer sat in the front seat and said, listen, I've got something to admit to you. I'm not very good at flying in clouds. And he goes, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, every time I fly into clouds, I pass out. I can't help it. 
the lawyer turned around and says, seriously, what the fuck do you mean yeah. right now? You pass out. We're about to fly into clouds because there were low clouds on the day covering everywhere. And he goes, yeah, so if it happens, please don't panic. Just talk to air traffic control and they'll help you. And he turned around to the lawyer in the back and he just looked at him and he just thought to himself, this is how I'm going to die. Anyway, they get up and within maybe two minutes of being in cloud, he turns around and the priest is flat out passed out. <laughs> I kid you not. Lasted, lasted he, he's passed out completely, right? And um, he he doesn't know what to do. So he gets on the radio, he goes, hello, hello. And somebody answers, goes, hello, don't you know proper radio etiquette? And he goes, no, I don't. I have no clue. My pilot's passed out. I'm over the ocean in cloud. I don't know what I'm doing. Both of us here are not qualified pilots at all. We don't know how to fly a plane. And he says, well, what do you mean? Like your pilot's passed out. And he says, well, he's just completely incapacitated. And this voice goes from above. He says, because the way, where the Aleutian Islands are, the only air traffic at the time was flights from Anchorage to Tokyo. So freight flights. And this was not at night, but approaching the evening. And this voice goes, well, I'm going to turn around and circle above because I can see you, but you can't see me. And I'm going to relay Mayday to Anchorage Air Traffic Control so they can help you. But you need to promise me to do one thing. And he says, okay. He goes, you need to listen to every instruction I give. And the moment you doubt it, you, I can guarantee you, you will crash. So you need to believe in what I say. And he's there and he, he's in the aircraft. And um, he's going, right, okay. And he goes, what I want you to do is I want you to turn right. And when I tell you to stop, stop. And I need to carry on flying straight in that direction. And at this point, all he can see, well, he can't see anything outside because he's in cloud. But this voice from above, like an airplane, can see him. And he's like, right, okay. And he goes, I need you to follow my voice. So he tells him, he turns right, and he, he's following it. And now at this point, because um, he was approaching Alaska closer, there were more airplanes who, who were in the vicinity, and they could speak. And all he says, don't worry, we can see you as well, and we're praying for you. Just listen to what he says and follow his guidance. And um, the guy... The lawyer's going, okay, okay, I'm listening, I'm listening. And he goes, in a minute, we're going to lose contact. But you are going to be able to receive information from air traffic control at Anchorage. So just follow to what they say. Um, so he goes, right. And then all of a sudden, it just goes quiet. There's nothing. Can't get in contact with anyone. And then he starts to pick up the chatter from air traffic control, saying, calling out their call sign. Are you there? Are you there? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm here. So they help him and they help him approach the land and to land at Anchorage. And literally the second the wheels touched down and they landed, the priest walked back up and he goes, oh my God, how have we got here? And at this point, the two lawyers are fuming, but also like scared completely out of their heads because they don't know how they survived at all. Yeah. And the, the guy was like, 
who was this person who was guiding us from above? It's like, wh- wh- who, who was that? And um, anyway, because they were so shook up, I think they, they put them in, a, in like a hospital uh, room for, for a few nights. And that one night, the last night he was supposed to leave, he got a knock on the, on the room door. So he opens the door and he, see, he hears the voice and he goes, you're the guy that guided me. And he goes, yeah, and I'm glad that you listened to me because if you hadn't have done, you'd have ended up like everybody else who's been in that situation, dead. And he's just like, and he goes, I'm glad you listened to it and didn't listen to your own thoughts in your own head. Yeah. But you did a good job. And he couldn't, he couldn't believe it. So who was this guy? Don't have a clue. Don't have a clue. It's like a, um, an urban legend kind of tale. Yeah. Honestly, I couldn't believe it when I, when I was listening to it. I was like, what? Great. That's, I, well, I guess that's it's weird. A, but then a lot of people were saying, well, we're at a ghost. It is one of them things where it's like, like, did you actually see this person? Like, is it a spiritual? Are you sure you're not seeing things? Because you never saw him again. Never could find him again or anything. I guess just stuff like that. It could be a spiritual or um, Bro, what's the word? That's um, what happens when you see something hallucinating, like a, yeah. hallucinating kind of thing. Yeah, but bro, to get you across from the Aleutian Islands to Anchorage, just on a, an hallucination. When was this? Did they say? What was the background behind the story? Um, I don't. Maybe like the nineties, right? Or early two thousands. I don't know if I'm convinced. I I don't know, but that's, that's I don't know where I sit with that one. Bit of a spooky story. It's one not, for the Halloween it is an, period. No, it is an urban legend. It is an urban spooky legend. season. Yeah, honestly. Um, right, because we're getting to the end of the podcast. I was thinking now, we could start something that I have named, and it's um, <laughs> it's a very very well thought through name of overrated versus underrated. Oh, okay. So now. Very, I don't know how many we'll get through. Very thoughtful. But I'm thinking... I know, thanks. Marketing genius. Um, I'm thinking we could um, basically list a couple of things. One thing that you think is overrated in your flying life, aviation, and one thing that you think is underrated. And I want an explanation why. So a bit like Room 101. Yeah. Like we do, we're going to start doing with guests and so stuff. Underrated is probably the CRP5. <laughs> Man, he loves it. He just loves the CRP5. Oh god. Well, no, you can go for it if you want. No, no. But just, everyone realizes how much of a loser you are. Though, that's the thing. CRP5. <laughs> no, I was taking piss. <laughs> so is that so? Is that what I have to do? Something that's overrated. Yeah, yeah and then I'll do something mine. Something that's underrated. Yeah, I'll do mine afterwards. Oh gosh. Um. Well, I, I'll go first if you want. Overrated. Yeah, go on. Uh, sorry, underrated. I would say. Um, Sky Demon. Overrated. Underrated. Oh, underrated. Oh yeah. And I say that because um, I think people appreciate the uh, like um, genius of it. Like it's all digitalized. But with your pilot's log, the, the bit I love is the pilot's logs bit, where you don't have to look at the weather. You obviously look at the weather, but I mean, you don't have to look at the wind charts necessarily to be able to work out um, your headings. He tracks it just applies it automatically yeah um and then also like your speeds directions at the click of a button 
And then no, as, a, it, as a redundancy measure as well, is that you've obviously got visual, um, you've got a visual aid to see where you are. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's no, well underrated. I think it is really, that's that's a great shout. Um, we can't have that one now, so. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want to know. And you're overrated? Overrated. Ooh. See, I didn't think I, I thought I'd, Damn, <laughs> I'm gonna have to think this through. Oh wow! Overrated. Do you want me to? Uh, you, if you've got one, you go. Um, Last, I think. In terms of, do you know what? Now I said the CRP five. I can't get that. Just on use my it. Head. Just use it. CRP five. No, I, I genuinely think it is underrated. The amount of things you can do. Granted, it's not really accurate, especially if you ever turn it on the it's high, within, it's within high speed side. It's within tolerance. Oh yeah, yeah, it's within tolerance. But for what it can do, I think it's incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. All the things it can do. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to say that's underrated. Massively. Tell you what, I'm, str- I'm struggling for an overrated. Um, I would say for overrated. Flare, oh, I've got flare, underrated. Oh, I'll keep it for next week. <laughs> flaring. What? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm completely <laughs> lost. Just grasping at straws. <laughs> <laughs> overrated. What, what could be overrated? This isn't very good. Really no, I know. Really I thought it'd be easy to think so of So this is uh, the underrated and underrated game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, overrated. Jesus, this is hard. Mate, mate, this isn't good content. <laughs> well, what's your other under- underrated? We'll go underrated. I'd say noise cancelling headset. Oh, yeah, Easily, noise cancelling headset. The, what it actually does, the difference, um, it's incredible. And... Um, no, I, I can't start naming companies. I got one. Overrated. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Aviation Instagram. I think it hypes up the world. Oh no! Okay, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, thanks. That's that's that's. Thanks, guys. Um, I think I think it just hypes up the world. Don't get me wrong. There's a bit of a fine line, though. Yeah, but that's exactly. I think I think a lot of people cross that line, where they where they sensationalize the world of flying, which don't get me wrong, it is. But they also. Uh, make it look like it's sunshines and rainbows. Come on, disagree with me. Come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I dare you to. Mate, only because, like, right, listen here. I I kind of do that on mine. However, the difference is, is because I get people to go flying with me. And, and you're like, marketing. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I can, I can say this because people have told me and, like the reason why they've started flight training is partly because of me. And they've actually told me <laughs> straight up. And, and they're spending, bear in mind, they're spending 10, 12, 14 grand. Yeah. So it's not something that's half-heartedly, oh, I just went and bought, I don't know, something that was 50 quid. No, they're spending quite a decent bit of money and they've come out and said, yeah, no, it's partly because of you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted by a learner driver trying to park outside. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm sorry. No, but she's sticking her head fully out the window to try and guide herself. <laughs> hey, she's got it in the bay. Fair enough. Anyway, moving on. So we've all sorry, been there. I, I, we've all been there. If I get distracted, it's because I'm looking outside. I'm just people watching outside. It's like when you start watching people trying to land on the first lesson. <laughs> you start. You're still like, oh, you landed on your first lesson. No, no, no. I mean. When they're first starting to uh, oh, right, okay, yeah, to yeah. fly, kind yeah, of. But thing. you stick your head out window, do you? 
Oh yeah, imagine sticking your head out of Cessna 152. <laughs> Have you seen people's, when people's phones go flying because they just they just they put their phones out to try and take a picture and it just flies out. They don't understand how much like yeah. force. It's not as much as you think. I had thought if you stuck your <laughs> hand out. I've got such a funny story. I took my dad flying, right? First ever time. And it was such a hot day. So obviously you're drinking plenty of water and he's there mid-flight and he goes, oh God, what do you do if you need a wee? Bear in mind we're in a PA-28. And I said, uh, well, you're going to have to hold it. And he goes, oh, bloody hell. And he, he's looking around and he goes, oh, I guess you... And he sees the storm window, right? He goes, oh, it's all right for you. You could just, you know, open the sto- open that little hatch there, angle yourself somehow and wee out the window. <laughs> I said, dad, are you kidding me right now? He goes, no, that's the right idea. Why wouldn't you? I says, well, watch this. So I undo the window. I go to stick my hand out and obviously because of the wind, your hand gets flung back and he goes, imagine if you st- stuck your little general out. <laughs> it's getting ripped off. You're getting circumcised. Oh my. And he goes, wow. oh my God. Okay, no. <laughs> I thought it all splashed back anyway just because of the, <laughs> so, like, the pressure on us. Yeah, like, if you don't get ripped off. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's There's true. no chance. Right, come on. Overrated. One last one. I just gave one. What? Oh, did you get... Oh, the Instagram. Yeah. yeah so the aviation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, marketing kind of thing. There is a fine line. Um, I've got one more, actually. If you want me to finish yeah, off. Yeah, go on, go on. I think... Um, paved runways. How are paved runways overrated? Because I think people get too comfortable with them. I think there's a... F- I, people say that grass runways are a bit more lenient, but I also think it's a bit more scarier because... When you're rolling and your, you front wheel, your front wheel's bobbling like that, it's just, there's a lot more vibrations and skill to, to, I think there's a lot more. And with, I think with, with um, a tarmac runway, you get a bit too complacent. I'm going to be honest. I think it's definitely easier to bounce on a tarmac runway yeah. to, to uh, balloon. But, uh, I don't know. I, I guess that, that, that does work. It's overrated. I tell you what's a big big overrated one in aviation and unfortunately everyone who starts to learn and has to go through this is the content books for the exams written yes exams. there's so much waffle in them yeah, that you yeah, yeah. do not need to know it's just amen so amen. much filler there's so much filler <laughs> Come on, I'm keep like, going. why isn't it bullet pointed <laughs> why isn't it bullet pointed <laughs> why am i wasting my time <laughs> and the mistake ev- most people do write the full book out oh my god yeah. everyone does that at the beginning let me start writing it all out let me start no don't just don't I, do you know what? That's, that's the main advice I'd give to anyone who's learning and on that note 100% and on that note it's time to end the show in the words of Jeremy Clarkson oh, and on that bombshell that's it oh, and on that bombshell <laughs> and on that bombshell it's time to end <laughs> um, but yeah thank you very much for listening to this episode it's been a, these past two ones have been a bit of a catching up kind of thing because um, yeah, yeah. we have not done it for ages um, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, uh, share the podcast. Most importantly, with your friends, club mates, dad, mum, nan. nan, dog, cat, hamster, rat, priest, priest lawyers. Um, and yeah, we will see you soon. Don't forget to subscribe to YouTube as well. Actually, that's the main thing because we've got check out all the socials. Yeah, at, or any social you can think of. We're on there at the Even Winging Vine. It Pod. At the Winging It Pod, which is not got a G in it's W I G I N. Winging it pod. Is that right? Yes. 
when you look at it, it's fine. It usually has an apostrophe, but you can't have an apostrophe in it. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, check Adios. it out. Adios. Konnichiwa. Choose. <laughs> <laughs>